boy's best friend is his mother. Janet! Janet! Rocky! Oh, you're so cool, Brewster! I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? It was an asylum! And it was hell! 20 years of pure hell! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos more creative! They're all gonna laugh at you! Hey, shouldn't you be folding towels somewhere, sniffing jock straps? Better give me those shoes, they're mine, give them back to me! How many times do I have to tell you Ursula Andres belongs with the transvestites, not the perverts? Oh, you heterosexuals. She rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. You're a bullshit artist! They're coming! They're coming! Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Screaming Queens. I'm Jonathan Butler. I'll be your host for this evening. And we've also got... Jonathan Larkin. And Martin Fennerty. And today we are talking about a recent film from 2016. It was one of my favourites of last year. And we're going to see what everyone else thinks of it. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, The Greasy Strangler. Okay, so now I'm shit scared, Janet. Hello. I'm calling because I think it just might be possible my dad, Ronnie, is the Greasy Strangler. Now you probably think I'm the greasy strangler. I never said that. Tell you a secret. I am the greasy strangler. Hey, I call bullshit on that. This tea needs more grease. Uh, <laughs> let's, put, let's, let's put your greasy popcorns downstairs. Yeah, please. <laughs> okay, the greasy strangler. I'll, I'll just use the greasy almond fingers. <laughs> greasy almond fingers. Oh, man's got greasy fingers. <laughs> it's, it's about to get very greasy almond now. <laughs> 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 right. So, the greasy strangler is from a British director called Jim Hosking. This is his directorial debut. Okay. He made some short films before, I think mainly for like BBC and for uh, festivals and stuff like that, shorts. He also did a segment in ABCs of Death 2, if anyone's seen that, he, he did G for Grandpa. Okay, no, I'll look at that. Which is apparently kind of a little uh, trial run for the Greasy Sprangler. It's, it's a similar sort of story, it's like a, a guy lives with his granddads and you know, wacky adventures. It's on Netflix, that, you know? Yeah, it is, yeah. Keep me in to watch it, because we've watched the first one. Which was very hit and miss. Yeah, oh, all right. I'll, I'll look at. I'll watch. I should have watched that one anyway, really, to get ready for this. But what was? What would you call the concept of the Greasy Strangler? It's quite a straightforward film. It's it's about Ronnie, Big Ronnie. Big Ronnie. He's very big. <laughs> very big. <laughs> big Ronnie, who runs disco tours <laughs> of <laughs> LA. Although I'd, I'd I'd question the veracity of some of his facts. Would you go on that disco tour? That's I my first question. I, oh, I, I would. <laughs> he runs a disco tour in LA with his son, Braden. Little Braden. <laughs> he still gets called Big Braden, but... Yeah. But... He doesn't quite live up to that, No. No, he, he definitely doesn't. And one day, uh, a woman turns up for the disco tour called Janet, and I, I think Braden takes a shine to her instantly. So the uh, the plans go out on a date, and then uh, that's when things start going wrong. We get a love triangle between Big Ronnie and Janet and Braden. 
but at the same time, Big Ronnie is also a serial killer called the Greasy Strangler. What do you say about this film? I I love I loved it. I as I said, and I think when we were doing our wrap up of 2016, it was one of my favorite films of last year. I wouldn't say it was one. Of, I wouldn't say it was the best film, but it was certainly one of my favorites. I laughed hysterically throughout yeah. it. I loved I its uniqueness. Yeah. It is. I think love it or hate it, you would have to say it's unique. There's probably no no other film like it. Well, someone told me that it's like a bit like um, if John Waters, David Lynch, and Napoleon Dynamite had a rape baby. Yeah. <laughs> Is that right? Because I haven't I seen have Napoleon seen Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite, and obviously I've seen some John Waters films, and them too. Yeah, right. completely. Because like, I've never seen Napoleon. I've, Dynamite. I wasn't sure if this was the film you said you wanted Napoleon Dynamite. It was someone that told you you wanted Napoleon yeah. Dynamite, but then literally the first scene, I went. This is Napoleon Dynamite <laughs> because it's the awkward kind of conversations where, yeah. like, he, the conversations are like stopped and started and started and started. <laughs> right. People don't speak like they would speak yeah. fluently. Yeah. Backwards and forwards. It's kind of awkward and weird. Right. That humor is Napoleon Dynamite. But I really love that. Yeah, it's but it, the scene kind of the conversation goes on too long. It goes on long <laughs> enough. Every one of them. It yeah, goes on long so enough funny. till it so it stops being funny, but then goes on long enough again so it becomes funny again. <laughs> <laughs> just, I think just in the first scene where they're asking about free drinks uh, well, he's got three tourists he's got like a Ugandan tourist yeah. an Indian tourist yeah. and they're asking about free drinks that's a really weird joke yeah <laughs> and, that, and, and that's how it starts and in the first scene they're arguing about free drinks he's like the Indian tourist like the flyer for this disco tour said yeah. that free drinks would be provided on this tour and Big Ronnie's adamant. It's like, no, there's no free drinks. And they just go back and forward arguing about free drinks. Until he says, you're a bunch of fucking cunts. He just, Check yeah. my cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Check my but, cheeks. Balls of Mooney. Yeah. This raises a question for me. What's the appropriate amount of time to moon someone? Yeah, because I think he waits for them to walk away. Maybe the, um, the correct amount of time is until they leave. <laughs> I'm sure he went on beyond them leave. No, I don't think he gets pants back up because he has Because, yeah. yeah, when Braden's talking to Janice, he's like, coming out me, coming out me, dad, get, get his shorts back up because yeah. they've got matching, matching pink. Yeah. Like hot pants and jumpers, haven't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah, I think um, after this film, I think I never have to see any more baggy old saggy man ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I'd seen a lot of saggy man ass. I've been to Amsterdam a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this was utterly disturbing. I just don't know what to think of it. It's it's a it's it's mind boggling in a way, isn't it's it? It's completely mind boggling. <laughs> <laughs> completely fucking mind boggling. But importantly, did you enjoy it? No, you no. didn't enjoy it. No. no, I felt the whole. I... Stephen messaged to say what he felt like watching the film, and I had the precise same feeling. I felt yeah. queasy, ill all the way through. Was it the grease or just the, the everything? Everything. Everything. <laughs> everything made me ill. Um, <laughs> I did love that first scene with the disco tour and the end <laughs> and the free drinks, but it just, I just, no, I never want to see this film again. And I couldn't yeah. even watch it for free. I had to fucking buy it <laughs> oh. on Amazon Prime for five quid. Oh. And I now own it online. It's my first online film that I've ever Oh, well done. I'm so proud of it's you. This. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm never fucking going to watch again. I got it. Um, well, I got this. 
I got it on Torrent today because I thought I don't want to want to pay for it now because I've seen it before. Bullshit. <laughs> so I just downloaded it in like five minutes. But do you think you'll find yourself quoting it, and do you think you'll maybe go back to it and watch it again? I don't know if I will watch it again. I don't know. I can bear it. Didn't and I said to you boys, no. I said to her, I'm so glad you didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, no, I said this today as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you were not here but for this think, one. But, but I think Matt's got like a bit of a, a, a bit of a. Uh, he's got a bit of a straight boy humour to him. He has. He completely has. Which makes you think. He, I think he he might because oh, I I when me and Ben first watched it, I belly laughed for most of the film. Yeah. This time it grates on me a bit, so I thought I probably won't watch it again now. But the humour, like the bit where um, he says, "Come close, I've got something to tell you," <laughs> and then Ben's back with his legs by his no, by his knees and farts. Oh, no. Big bear off. That was it. That was done. <laughs> yeah. See, that done. was the bit that made me fall in love with it. Not. <laughs> I do not enjoy toilet humour in any way, shape, or no. form. And that was just, that was gross. It was disgusting. I would have, like, actually punched him. <laughs> it's not funny. It was so annoying. <laughs> it just, it made me feel uncomfortable. And not, like, a good squeamishly uncomfortable. It was just disgusting from, oh. Does it stress you out? Yeah, it really, really made me feel a bit sick and crazy, and I was genuinely balking at points when he's fingering grapefruits. Oh, the oily grapefruits! Oh. Oily grapefruit suction. I balked. Like I genuinely thought I was gonna have to turn her off. I did not like it. There is certain moments that made me laugh. One or two throughout it that <laughs> I can't like deny. <laughs> yeah, I did like. <laughs> I like. I love the fact that, that he doesn't want to kind of he doesn't want to offend him. So he, he's like, like, kindly saying, you know, I can't quite tell you. Could you say it again? <laughs> say it I didn't again. understand <laughs> it, and he does it about ten times because he doesn't want to offend him and just say what the fuck he's saying. So he kind of oh, say it again one more time, and he still can't say it right. I think right on the set because this is my second year. I thought Brazen and Janet were actually quite a likable romantic couple mm. for the first half of the film. Yeah, I thought I thought there was something sweet and innocent mm. about them. I thought no, you know no, I was no, thinking, no. oh, I just overwhelmed with repulsion. <laughs> they were a sweet couple, but the whole film just repels me. I've never been so, I've never been so repulsed by cock in my life. <laughs> <laughs> with, which one? Was it Ronnie's? Both. Both. <laughs> they were too extreme. Um, yeah. No, the first time it was the drying scene. Oh, the car! I was just like, "What the fuck have oh. I just seen?" And then it just kept happening. Yeah, it's too much. I, just, I, I really like that as well. The fact that they kept reusing the same scene when he goes to the car wash and he's yeah. there and screaming and he's getting battered by the brushes and then he's yeah. still in the dryer and he just reused the same scene again. It was so funny. It's oh, I just don't even know. Um. I did like the blind man who pays him his fake money, wasn't he? Yeah. He just, he just, just drew it. He just drew the money. Even that's like, just pointless. Just give him a piece of paper. That was like, that's proper sly. Because he's blind, he gives him fake money. But then, but I think he does that all the time because when he's talking to the hot dog vendor, yeah, he's give he's gonna he's pay him three dollars and he's got three individual dollars with, of fake money yeah, that he's, he's, yeah, money, that he's made he? himself. Yeah, there's like there's just certain moments that were funny and random. Like I didn't get was it unfair? Yeah, I think yeah. that's just supposed to be like surreal. That that was surreal and weird and whatever. Maybe okay, that's I just how, accept hmm. that. But it did piss me off when he these that's 
I don't really like my shoes. I think you're like, where'd you get them from? I'm bringing them. What the fuck was that? What I did, like, it was uh, I found that all of the dress, all of the styles of dress were really androgynous throughout the film. The costumes were really, I only noticed about, well, I've watched it about three or four times now, but I only noticed about the third time. Like the, the men were all cross-dressing. It's the Ronnie's play suits, Ronnie's disco suits with the uh, the hatch. Yeah, and the scene with the spotlight. Yeah, that was actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> I would cry a lot with like five yeah. minutes going, what the hell is this? <laughs> I think they do a good job with the costume. I think one of them, I think one of Janet's costumes, you can see it's like a knitted, it's like a jumper, like a purple jumper, but it looks like the skirt is part of it as well. It's like yeah. one piece. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. But you see, any like redeemable moment for me was then just destroyed by the next scene or the next thing that happened. I don't think each scene got more and more horrible. Mm. I love the hot dog friends scene. <laughs> I could lose my license. Oh my god. <laughs> and what does he say? Uh, big Ronnie's dog is about to be fully dipped. Yeah. And when he <laughs> scoops all that grease up with the, with the hot dog. want a dog give me a dog one famous dog coming up i'll make yours extra piquant yeah that'll be uno dos tres bucks what the fuck is this shit this is one famous chili cheese dog no this isn't right I need more grease on this. I need more oil. Sir, I cannot do that. It's against regulations. I can lose my license. I need this oily. I need this to lubricate the world. I need this dog to have some grease on it. So when I eat it, the grease will lubricate my throat. Sir, I cannot do that. It's not safe to use too much oil. I could. I repeat, I could lose my license. You probably think I'm the greasy strangler. That's why you won't grease my dog. Hey, what are you doing? You're not allowed to touch that. That's dangerous equipment. You could burn yourself. I could lose my license. I'm gonna dunk Big Ronnie's dog all the way in. This dog is fully dunked. That yeah. made me like shudder from the head to the toe. You get to, you get to, to steal the grease from the hot dog cart, doesn't he? I love that after he kills the hot dog man, the, 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 the two people who've got a little shrine to him. <laughs> And he eats his eyeballs, doesn't he? He kills them. Yeah, pops his eyeballs, his eyeballs out. pop out. And fries them. Fries them and eats them. Greasy. I did the bit I nearly Greasy. turned off was when he killed Oinka and then fingered his nose. Yeah, that thing. was weird. Uh, See, I don't... Okay, I, disgusting. I didn't get that. I, that was a bit weird for me. Yeah. That was just disgusting. That. And pretty much really disgusting. It was gross. <laughs> oh, I actually hate this one. Listeners, I just wish you could see Stephen's face. You can't see Martin's because he's covering it for the horror. But Stephen just looks like he needs a hug. 
Yeah. <laughs> From Big Ronnie with his big knob. <laughs> <laughs> me and Ben were watching it. Me and Ben were watching it and getting right into the humour and saying, "Which is such Big Ronnie's knob for the team? Which is the grease off of Big Ronnie's knob for the hundred quid? Perfect, perfect quiz. Perfect felt tip drawn quiz. I love the bit where the where they're arguing. He says, "I'm going to tell Janet you haven't even stuck one finger up a girl's pussy yet." That was funny. <laughs> for me, one of the strongest things for me, I think it's the dialogue. It's I was trying funny. to make notes today, and I think I've got about five pages, and I have to stop and pause it. Just every, practically every line, every line of dialogue, I was just like, "I've got to make a note of that." It's brilliant. And there's the fact that his mum's his mum's got a boyfriend called Ricky Prickles. Ricky Prickles, <laughs> and he, he always refers to him by his full name as well, doesn't he, Ricky Prickles? Ricky Prickles. Last time I was there, he called me Fatty Boom Boom. <laughs> And he molested me. And he molested me. How old were you? I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, and when he says, oh, when, he, when he's talking, when Braden is talking about, because um, Ronnie winds up, doesn't he, about, oh, you're going to leave me now. You've got a girlfriend, you're going to leave me. And this is before he's even had one date. Yeah. And Ronnie's trying to make him feel guilty by saying, you're going to leave me and I'm going to die of loneliness. That's what happens People just live on their own and the heart stops beating out of sadness and they just die. <laughs> <laughs> I love the bit when he's having phone sex with him, he's wanking his little tiny. Oh, of course. And he calls it Rodney. Yeah. He says, Come on, Rodney, play the game. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even remember that bit. I genuinely must have blocked out of my mind. If I get. No, I won't. What? I was going to do the gesture, but I won't. Because I just hit you. And um, hootie tootie disco cutie. Oh. <laughs> See, I thought that was funny. I think it was Monzo. You know, Monzo did the posters and t-shirts. They did a whole line of greasy strangler merchandise, and you can get a t-shirt with a big greasy sausage and the greasy strangler on, and they do a hootie tootie disco cutie t-shirt as oh, well. Oh, I might invest in that. Yeah, that was that was actually the, probably the bit I enjoyed more than anything in Kazakhstan. I just like the fact that they just keep jumping even when the sun starts crying and they're just going, I found that really disturbing. It was, it like was a quite disturbing. It was like a nightmare. <laughs> it was horrible. With the right but then face. I loved it. I loved it when, when, the, when, the, when, when they turned it back um, on. Yeah. yeah. And did it to Ronnie yeah. at the end. Yeah. She was just a fucking bitch there, wasn't she? Yeah, she, but that's what I mean. Like for the first half of the film, she yeah. was like the innocent one who was quite sweet and you thought, oh, she's a saviour kind of thing. And uh, I love the bit where he has the vision of a naked walking the dog. Yeah. I thought that was so cute. I, t- I could chew on her ass all night. That's Ronnie's opinion on it. Yeah. yeah, well, yes, yeah. <laughs> and then she turned out to be like horrible. Yeah, yeah. well, see, that's the thing. I'm watching it again. It's like he, Ronnie's kind of right. Because she does just, she just goes straight for Ronnie. So she would have cheated on Brayden mm. anyway. Because he does the call. I don't want. I don't want you going out with someone who's just a fucking cunt. who's gonna hurt you. I love how many times he says cunt <laughs> in this film. You don't. You don't really hear it much in films nowadays, no. do you? Yeah. No. So to hear it in practically the first scene, I was impressed. It is my favorite word. So. Yeah, I, I support that. I just. I, I mean, you just love it, but I just thought bullshit. All that is was twenty, once, twice, three times maybe. 27th time <laughs> I think what makes me laugh about it is the fact that it is so annoying and it's the fact that they keep going and that's what makes me laugh it's like but you know when you know like like dad jokes when your dad tells you a crap joke but you, you love it because it's a crap joke yeah it's, it's that kind of 
thing for me. I think that's what makes me laugh about most of this film, to be yeah. honest, and the grossness of it. I think if you took, oh, maybe you could take off the farts, oh, right, and take off the actual grease. I know it's called the greasy strangler, but I don't like the grease made me feel sick. <laughs> I can maybe <laughs> put up with the rest of it, <laughs> but those two elements on top of that humour was just... No, it was too much for my senses. <laughs> I love how it's how upset you two are. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm genuinely great. <laughs> it was very upsetting. I will never watch this again. I'll never watch it again, along with Human Centipede 2 and Human Centipede 3. Maybe mm. do a double bill with Possession. I would watch The Possession again. <laughs> Rather than this. Rather than this. If you give me the choice of those two films, I would watch The Possession again. Because I at least think there might be something I get from The Possession. Something. From the second view, and this, I'm just gonna get sick. How could you not be like bowled over by the pussy eating scene? They made olive oil. He's, he's making olive oil over the tits. Oh. Yeah. He makes his own olive oil, doesn't he, in his, yeah. in his room with the uh, with his blender. <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy his story about um, going out with Michael Jackson <laughs> 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 in the disco. In the disco years. And getting them placed as criminal. (laughs) 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 It was a male prostitute. (laughs) It wasn't Michael Jackson at all, it was a (laughs) look (laughs) away. I was going to say, he shot, 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 he and on the way, we decided to stop at this little blues club because he wanted to kick back with a bottle of wine and a cigar. It was a quiet night. He was eating these delicious nachos. And I broke into the DJ booth and I put Smooth Criminal on the sound system. I wanted a boogie and so did Michael. He got up and started dancing on the table and the security guard came up, tried to take him down. So I punched him the fuck out. And then this other guy comes up and Michael hit him, and he hit him so hard, his hair fell out. And then these two Korean twins came on to us, so we took him into the manager's office, and we started pumping away at them. And Michael and I were just pumping and pumping, and then we sprayed him with hot milky cum, and everybody applauded. <laughs> and everybody applauded. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, he said he was dropping Michael Jackson off at the airport, and he wanted to... <laughs> <laughs> wanted to go to dance first in the two of disco. So he put Move Criminal on and then someone attacked them. So he knocked them out and then two Kore- and then he ba- they banged two twins. Korean twins. <laughs> and, then, and what was fun and what I thought was funny about it was he tells that story really earnestly and then it's only later when Brain says that wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was a Michael Jackson impersonator. It was, it was a male prostitute. I genuinely thought at the beginning of the story it was going to be a real story because I thought that would actually explain why he's doing these tours because he did know these people yeah. back in the day and then now he's trying to cling on to it with his tour thing. And then I was like, believe in it. But, and I was like, punch someone in the face. And I was like, this sounds a bit weird. <laughs> Michael Jackson up in the cigar. This sounds really weird. And then it gets to Milky Cove and I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's just... Korean twins with three. Of course, they went three. They were 12. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think 
my favourite line in the whole film is he can twaddle my twat anytime he wants and I don't care if he shits the bed I'll rub it on my tits <laughs> <laughs> I love to see him where she's on a toilet and she, has, she sees oh, the yeah. feet under the door and it's like who's that and then he's just like Oh, I need to brush my teeth. And it's like, oh, don't, don't watch, don't watch me pee. And he just stands there, yeah. totally naked, the brushing his teeth. It's the fact that he says, "I want to watch you go pee." Yeah, he says it, doesn't he? I want to watch you go pee. I love the scene after that as well, where they, they, they're sitting out, they're sitting outside talking, and on the washing line, it's just there's two pairs of underpants. One each is like Ronnie's gold thong, isn't it? <laughs> and Brain's big, big underpants. And then you can see Ronnie in the background staring down. I looked a bit with his finger in it, and she says, "This is really hot, but what have I farted now?" <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Does this mean I don't get this film? It's disgusting. I quite like the look of the restaurants he took her to. No, you get a sausage, you get a greasy sausage in a restaurant. Quite cozy. Yeah. Do you know um, the? I can't remember his name now. The Grimmy, the Greasy Strangler. Ronnie. You know, he kept reminding me of. Um, everyone now again with the, the crazy white hair the man out of Back to the Future <laughs> kept I? freaking me the fuck out he just looked like him every now and again I kept thinking of Jimmy Savile <laughs> that's, a that's very, more appropriate that's a very different film <laughs> I think his I think his performance in this is really good he's dead believable I think well the actors are actually quite good aren't yeah. they because they are they are yeah. like meant to be quirky mad people yeah. they make you laugh and, and they do it's yeah. awful it's like awkward is real it, awkward it's not like yeah. weirdly it's like it, you could believe that this was a real person, you know. It, it's almost like this guy could have been an old disco, you know, yeah. and you were just following him around. I mean, obviously, yeah. not all the, the greasy strangler stuff, but you know, you could imagine this, he was quite authentic. What I do like about it is it creates a real, a real sort of alternate world. Mm. I feel that there's something really scary and, and weird about the world that they live in. I think it's very David Lynch, mm. and it's actually very quite, it's quite a 90s film. There were quite a few films in the 90s that looked a bit like that, mm. like, um. Have you ever seen Bad Boy Bubby? Yeah. It's it, yeah. that kind of weird vibe to it and uh, some Greg Araki films as well. It, it, it just looks a bit strange mm. and I like I like that they evoke that with it. It's more of the dark side of LA as well. And when you yeah, <laughs> when you see like the bit where he goes to the vendor and stuff that it just looks like it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, there's that great mm. scene where it when where, where they're at the vendor machine aren't they? and there's like a weird red light in the background and it just looks really it is like a seediness, isn't it? It's like, yeah. Yeah. I love that scene when he runs around the corner and he goes, oh no, it's the, and he goes to say like boogeyman, but it's like, oh. doesn't really, doesn't know what the boogeyman is. So it's the boogie woogie. And it's like, <laughs> what's, what's the boogie woogie? Is, <laughs> and then he punches him in the face and his face just came run. And he says, I've got a girl in there. I've got a girl in my room, but I couldn't get a stiffy. Yeah. I've, 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 paprika? I've got paprika to buy chips. some chips. He likes to put his tongue in the ridges, he said. Oh. <laughs> What's the boogie woogie? Oh, when, he, when he's choking the, uh, the Indian tourist and he says, am I dead yet? Yeah, yeah I like his over-explaining. It's getting bright again, and now it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, big brain. Hey, Oinker. You ready to hit the horror house? Hey, you didn't tell me you were out tonight. Two nights in a row is not permitted, unless I come with you. Or I could evict you. Dad, I told you this morning. You were too groggy to pay attention. Or too stoned on fart fumes. Braden told me you trumped a real humdinger the other day. He said you cut the world's biggest cheese. He said his eyes were watering.
I'm joining you at the Horror House tonight. I'm free tonight, so I'm coming with you to the Horror House. But, Dad... If you don't let me come, I'm going to tell Janet that you haven't even stuck one finger up a girl's pussy yet, okay? Oinker, where did you get those shoes? I'm renting them, and I'm absolutely loving it. Very good shoes, Oinker. Is it a horror? Oh, well, it's about to say a real killer who murders people. Because it's gone into like the horror yeah, he's genre, a, hasn't it? People, he's, horror fans. He's a monster, isn't he? I suppose. Because when he's when he eats the grease, he gets like superpowers. That's how he can yeah. kill people and yeah. just punch the faces off and yeah. chat. Can you still just say that greasing yourself up is a terrible way to strangle someone? It's the complete opposite of what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. So can we explain the ending? I don't think we can. No. <laughs> what I what I think the ending is, it's kind of. If you get this you, deep alternative ending. And you mean the ending? <laughs> you mean the ending where they see themselves getting shot mm. and fireworks come out the head? Yes. <laughs> or the, or or the, the next bit, the actual actual end. Where they, where they the get waving spears at me. Yeah. <laughs> so I would like to have it ended with them eating popcorn and the eye. The girlfriend from yeah. the cinema. I thought that was like quite a nice little yeah. wow, look at us, like you know, partners from team. It's nice, isn't it? That, that, that would mean to come cute. between them for two mm. months. Yeah. But then, yeah, the, then it just kept going, and yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, I. Well, I mean, I don't think I could explain it. Maybe it's directical, but I think it's to do with it's like they're leaving the old life behind. Basically, they've they've, they've become one with the greasiness. So that's right. that's that's their old personas. <laughs> being killed off right so they're so, now yeah. just feral living in the woods hunting things with spears and, and they've become one with the grease so that's why i think that right. ends means okay and the story about john travolta as well when he was gonna he was gonna buy a, a, a disco in new orleans with john travolta <laughs> but, but but it fell through it's so strange mm. so is that director making anything else we've got to look forward to yeah he has got a film out next year I can't remember what it's called it's up on his IMDB but but, but, but I think for a debut I think that's well it's certainly strong it leaves an impression it, yeah it definitely leaves an impression it's a, the, like the I would be intrigued by what he'd do next yeah it was an instant cult hit yeah hmm. I think it couldn't really not be I think it was so unique I think that's again that's one of the strengths for me it's in a in a time when all we get is the same Cutter. Yeah. Now every film, almost every film looks the same now. Anyway, I remember yeah. when we saw you saw the trailer for the new Mummy reboot, and you were just like, "It oh, just looks like a superhero film. Yeah, it just looked like all uh, yeah. Marvel Disney films." So there was bits of this that were um, I really enjoyed, like the long shots from like a distance from one side of the road to the other. Yeah. And it was just really far away. The yeah. characters were talking. I thought that was really stylish. And oh, nice. the, that's when they were doing the disco facts, wasn't he? And it he was, was telling like, about cool yeah. and the gang. But it happened for the details shot and it's just quite a nice, clear shot that was yeah. used throughout that I thought worked really well. I think even the title screen as well, isn't it? It's just like yeah. those wide shots yeah. and yeah, it's written on the building. Yeah, I like that. And it, that's just a really nice touch. The music, I liked at first. <laughs> like the first 20 minutes I liked the little interjections but then it was literally happening every five seconds and I was like 
okay, you give me a headache. Yeah. Stop it. I know what you mean, all that, yeah. Because it, it, was, it was working, and you just abused it, just like you abused bullshit artists. Do you want a bullshit artist for that? Bullshit. I call bullshit on that, Stephen. I love that one when he says, I call bullshit on that. And then he goes, yeah, yeah you're right. You <laughs> call me out on it. Yeah, there are moments in it with this genuine love between them as well, like, like the bit just before he farts in his face. <laughs> and um, he says, you're going to leave me all alone. And then he says something like, I'll never do that. And then he just goes, I know. And they start yeah, laughing. laughing. There's like the laughter There's between the two. Another, I think like, the scene where the I think Braden and Janice are on a date yeah. And I think this is, they make a joke and then they start laughing and it looks genuine. It looks like they are just having a joke. Yeah. I think the you know the director just let it roll because it looks like he's laughing at the joke and it, it looks real. Um, so uh, the director's next film is called An Evening with Beverly Loughlin. And uh, the, the premise is Lulu Danger's unta- unsatisfying marriage takes a turn for the worst when a mysterious man from her past comes to town to perform at an event called An Evening with Beverly Loughlin for one magical night only. Mm-hmm. Wonder if it'll be like the Greasy Spangler. I feel like it sounds just as weird from the synopsis. So whatever he's going to add to it is just going to make that weirder. He's got a more mainstream cast in this one though. Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey um, Plaza, Plaza from yeah. Parks and Recreations in it. Oh, okay. like it. Yeah. So I think he might. It's pr- he's probably going to go mainstream, mm. isn't he? <coughs> I did think today on my lunch that if a Opened a pub in town down a dark alley or <laughs> on an isolated pub on a moor somewhere. I'd like to call it the Greasy Strangler. <laughs> it is quite a good pub, yeah. Yeah. And is there actually not being a Greasy Strangler at some point? It does feel like it could be used. Funnily enough, me and Ben have got our eye on a on a on a place right by Sonic Youther that we'd love to turn into a leather bar one day when we're millionaires. We'll call it the Greasy Strangler. And it's already called Liver Grease and Oil. <laughs> and we said, we said we were going to keep this, just keep the name Live at Grease and Oil I want to open a pub down the road called the Greasy Strangler well, we can, we, can, we can be sister venues we can model them after the film as well yeah. all the staff could wear pink yes, <laughs> pink jumpers and hot pants oh. <laughs> I'm going to be a Michael Jackson tribute later <laughs> that ends in a mess <laughs> get two Korean twins in each time <laughs> <laughs> oh. John, John Travolta can just hang out looking for something to do with you with. Yes. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I did like that, that scene. I think, well, the John Travolta bit, I think, because uh, it's that scene where uh, that's the only time you get like a proper like insight into a relationship as well. It's because he says to him, Ronnie is talking to Braden and he says, you know, I didn't have I didn't have much time for scoring arse because you were such a little, you know, because you were such a little shit. And it kind of, in a weird way, it's kind of, you know, that's his resentment almost. Yeah. That's his resentment that he couldn't do what he wanted because yeah. he has a kid that he had to look after. So that's, that's just been passed on to Braden and he's just fucked him up, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, I feel this, bad for Braden. It's like... Um, that I couldn't get my head around it's literally when he kills the blind man <laughs> he throws the severed head into the basketball <laughs> what yeah. I like the way he dances with the head first yeah it's just like a waltz like with the, the head dance. doesn't he and I like the detective when he's <laughs> detective oh, Judy with the really Judy. long nails <laughs> <laughs> and the way he creeps in <laughs> he creeps in he's like he's always he's always detecting isn't he he's always oh, aware I'll just no <laughs> as much as the bits that I obviously did enjoy it, I just couldn't. Yeah. 
There's lots of talking points in this film. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's another scene which kind of gives a little hint at that where it's when he's, they're about to go disco dancing. Big Paul and Big Ronnie are about to go disco dancing. And he talks about um, Braden when he was a kid. Because uh, Paul says, okay, no, sorry. Braden says, can I come out disco dancing with oh, Jeff? Yeah, and Paul goes, no way. And they both just laugh at him. And as they're leaving, it, it was like, to laugh at him saying, oh, I think, yeah, he's a manic depressive. There's something wrong with him. He used to be on meds when he was a kid. You know, meds for kids. Sad, was it? Meds for sad kids. Yeah. So I think he, it, he was saying, he was saying they brightly colored meds that, with uh, the taste of candy or something like that. Yeah. So I think you are kind of, I mean, not that, I don't know if that's what the film's about. This kind of like dysfunctional yeah. family. Maybe I'm putting that on it and it is well, just. Well, no, it's, sometimes it only takes a couple of lines like yeah. that to add depth to something that hasn't yeah. Before, so this, and so it's kind of like when Sutton annoys Ronnie, he fucking lashes out at them. Yeah. So yeah. that when and when there's no one to lash out at, he takes out on his kids, yeah. which has kind of led them to this spot that they're now. Because what I got from it, I didn't think that Brendan was actually shit in the bed or anything like that. Or shit yeah, he's just. Like, it was because of that story at the end where he says that he farted and he's shit in the bed. Yeah. And just discussed them once again and not <laughs> gross. But. I think that was to solidify that all of those stories about him shit well, was actually a lie. Yeah. And it was actually him who done it and that's why he was blaming the kids. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what that was about. Yeah, because I think he would have gotten there. Uh, it, with this film, if he was if he was a serial bed shitter, yeah, you he would have gotten there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she would have rubbed it on her tits like she promised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love to see where they're chasing Ricky Riddles. <laughs> And he shouted after him, fuck you, I'm Ricky Prills, you can't catch me. <laughs> and then he falls over and he, and he eats his eyes and, a, and you have a little campfire and eat his eyes. It's brilliant. You know, it's just really freaked me out that I've just had a serious conversation about how deep the meaning of shitting the bed. <laughs> when people say that I look into things too much, this is probably... <laughs> well, do, we, do we think it is actually about something or do we think it's just surreal? Surrealism for the sake of it? I'd say... He put a little bit of heart into something yeah. that is about nothing. Yeah, well, I think the director does actually. I know. I think I read an interview when it was with Elijah Woods, and he said it was supposed to be a. It's like a father-son relationship story. So, because yeah. it was uh, Spectavision, which is Elijah Woods' production company, right. part funded it because he, he he loves all stuff yeah, like this. That's always Elijah. Yeah, he says it's you know, he's he said that because it's harder for someone with like a vision like this to get funded you know the studios no yeah. no major studio would touch this would they yeah. so he said you know I'm putting money into it to yeah. help it get made I'm glad he did yeah, yeah. he seems to have um, he's done some good stuff recently I think he did the Maniac remake yeah. recently which I really love brilliant mm. yeah. so do we think Farts are going to make a comeback in the cinema do you think or is it I hope so and I no. want to be with Stephen when they do <laughs> no no <laughs> No, they're both they're both seeing them <laughs> listeners are holding their heads in their hands. Yeah, it's, it, it's interesting looking at like the reviews and ratings and stuff it's got. It's sitting up uh, Rotten Tomatoes. It's on sixty four percent and IMDb. It's five point seven, but very few people actually review it in the middle. It tends to be people hate it or people love it, yeah. and the, it's aggregated out to about the middle. So yeah. It, I think it's probably it's very much a my film. It's a my film. I think it's a, it's a drunken student put Greasy Strangler on because we're all pissed yeah. type type of film. And I, I can imagine like a certain group of friends loving it, and then they'll just quote this nonstop forever. Like with like, an L and I. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I could Damn. see it because I think there's enough 
good dialogue than it probably will. I know it already in work. I've told people I've at work, and a few people have watched it, so you you will hear someone shouting bullshit, <laughs> bullshit <laughs> artists across the across the room if someone does something. Or needs more grease, you know. If you, if, if you go, if you go to canteen for something, and you know, disco <laughs> That will probably get stuck in my head forever. You're gonna have that t-shirt next time. <laughs> I, you know what? I've got edited and joy, so I'm going to get the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the disco dancing's funny as well. Ronnie dance, he just thrusts, doesn't he? Yeah. Back, backwards and forwards with his big dick. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely worth a watch. Would would you agree, Martin? Or? I think everything's worth a watch. Yeah, I think you it should yeah, just close. You have to experience everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say this is definitely an experience as well. <laughs> so it, it's, it's watcher, but I'll just watch it, you know, pedal. <laughs> yeah. If you're faint hearted, maybe not. I really enjoyed it. The, the first time I really, really enjoyed it and laughed all the way through it. Second time today, um, I enjoyed it, but it grated on me a bit. And I think it's a joke that, that possibly doesn't yeah. repeat very well. But, I don't yeah. know, I've watched it a few times and it's, when you know the dialogue is coming up it's, uh, as Martin, it's like the wood name and I think it's when you know it's coming up it's still funny even though yeah. you've seen it so many times and it becomes quotable so Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it is, it's a funny film but I do like I do like the odd bit of toilet humour and lad humour and yeah. you know, farting for laughs and stuff, yeah. I do like that Yeah, too much and you like for laughs Stephen and Martin are too many words Sometimes. <laughs> Buy me a sweet sherry down the greasy strand, but I don't have <laughs> I'll be on board. <laughs> Needs more grease. I want some greasy coffee. A grease. Oh. <laughs> a grease sherry. A grease sherry. Um, if you did like this, there's another film that's probably quite similar. Um, well, it's not really similar, but it's in the same sort of area. Uh, Swiss Army Man. Oh, yeah, the sort of trailers for that, I wasn't sure. Yeah, it's interesting because it's. It's another one that's kind of it's hard to really classify. It's very much a unique film, and it does have farts in as well. Okay. So there was two two films out last year. That it's Daniel Radcliffe in that, isn't it? Yeah, it's Daniel Radcliffe on Paul Dano. Involves a corpse. Yeah, he's kind of like a zombie who's right. got like special powers. So whatever pa- whatever Paul Dano needs, this um, Daniel Radcliffe zombie has just when he needs it. So he mm. finds himself like trapped on this island and he needs to escape. So he, he yeah. becomes like a, he farts. He finds that he's farting. So he uses him as a jet ski <laughs> and rides him off. Yeah, he uses his dick as a compass as well. Well, Daniel Radcliffe does. Yeah, it's Daniel Radcliffe's dick. I'm sort of intrigued by Daniel Radcliffe's dick. I don't know why. Mm. You know, it's, 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 has he did the oh, yeah. Equinox? Oh, yeah, there's more. Equinox. something. Yeah, so I think if you enjoy it, it's strangler. Or even if you didn't, maybe try that as well. Yeah, I was it, intrigued by. Yeah, it is. A, it's a good film because it doesn't really. It, it's it's another one that doesn't really fit into any yeah. real genre. What you call it? I mean, he's a zombie, so it's not. But it's not really a horror film. It's yeah. It's just a weird one. I might give that a look at some point. Yeah, it's 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 worth a watch. Yeah. Hmm. So what did everyone? Well. Yeah. So I think we know we've decided what everyone thinks now. I liked it. I liked it. Martin and Steve, not so much. Let yeah. us know what you think. Did you enjoy it, or did you hate it? Yes. <laughs> or are you, are you at least pleased that you watched it? Are you a Jonathan, or are you a Martin and Stephen? Mm. Did you like it? Are you on Team Jonathan, or are you on Team Prissy? Hashtag <laughs> 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 Team Prissy. <laughs>
Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, join us next time to see if we can be talking about something else greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully no bullshit. Bye for now. Till next time. Bye. And you were right about one thing, though, Dad. She is a hootie tootie disco cutie. Hootie tootie disco cutie. Hootie tootie disco cutie. Hootie tootie disco cutie. Hootie tootie.